Hi, I'm Steph Thompson, founder of the London Voice Boutique. Welcome to LVB Presents. We're a voiceover agency based in Soho, London, and in this second series, we're going to take you on a little journey behind the scenes with some of our actors. But also, I'm going to take you on a detour and talk to people on the production side of the industry to give you some of the fun stories and advice from the other side. Winning Luke Isom and Stuart Allen Hind, two very successful sound engineers who have been at Jungle for a very long time. Hello, you, haven't you? Hello. Hey. Hi, chaps. How hey are you? Guys. All right, thank you. Can't complain. Good. Good. Um, thank you for agreeing to come on the podcast. Um, I, you are both sound engineers, and I just want to talk about what is a sound engineer. Can you just explain that? Because there's quite a lot of people who listen to our podcast who on in the industry and I want to explain what do you do as a job? Who would like to take that one? one you can you take it, Lizzie, yeah. <laughs> by all means, you so, take it. So I'd say, I feel like it would be taking the elements that you'd generally hear on a, tea, on like a sound mix. So you've got your voiceover, your dialogue, which is recorded on set, your yep. music and sound effects. And we're like basically balancing all of those and like taking the time to um, create a nice consistent balance between all of them that will sound good on TV. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's recording those sounds ourselves, so like the voiceover, important. Yeah. That's usually how a session start, we've been recording that. Cleaning up the dialogue from on set, adding all the sound effects in, and then just blending it all together yeah. into something that sounds good. You also Absolutely. do a lot of sort of sound design, which is another thing that is not necessarily what everybody understands. Can you explain what sound design is? Because that's what you guys are. Yeah. You're sound engineers and yeah. sound designers these days, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. What would you say sound design is, Stewie? So sound design, well, it can be used in numerous things. It can be used in theatres. It can be used for TV, for cinema, for enhancing a film to give you a feeling and emotion that maybe without it you don't get. Um, it can be used to like, maybe something might be recorded on set that's not recorded well. So uh, it might just be as simple as recording footsteps or you know, recording a glass of water being poured or something like that. But it's all to design a, a, a sonic, uh, it's to sonically design an environment to, to give the viewer maybe um, a, a bit more emotional awareness about or, or emotional feeling about where the scene's going, um, but sonically. Okay, so it's a bit more depth to the, the audio, to the piece, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. completely. Yeah, that's yeah. really helpful. My next question, before we get into the voiceover recording, which is something I want to discuss with you, mm -hmm. can you sort of explain how you got into this job? How did you end up being sound engineers? Because quite a lot of people I know, my son's generation, who are 16, 17, are looking at how to get into that sort of world, and it's not easy. So how did you both get into it? It's not easy. Shall I take this? Go I got this. Um, how did I get into it? I got into it. You know what? I just used to make a lot of music, like on my laptop, and I used to, you know, buy in bits of software, bits of gear, and then start making quirky beats and whatnot on my computer, and thought, really, like, how can I do this all all day, every day? Right. You know. Um, and then I had to do a week's work experience as part of what you know my school being at school what you have to do. Uh, so I managed to get a week's work experience here. Did you? Yeah, and I absolutely loved it. I had an absolute ball. Wow. Like it was just brilliant. It was so good. I got to sit in on sessions, yeah. help out in the kitchen, go and record some sound effects, all sorts. 
And then I was like, after that week, I was just like, I just want to work here. Yeah. So did you come straight in from school then, after school? Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. start as a runner? Yeah, 18. And, and yeah. worked your way up? Worked my way up the ladder. That's then you go fantastic. to an assistant sound engineer, and then you go to And to you learn on the job then, rather than going to do a course specifically. Exactly, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And what about you, that was me. Luke? So, um, so I, strangely, my dad did this in the 70s. What, a sound so, engineer? Yes, yeah, so my dad was a sound engineer in Soho around the corner, a place called John Woods. Right. Um, and then Saunders and Gordon. I know. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so like, I was aware of this sort of line of work. Right. Um, so at uni, I studied music, but then I always kind of knew that this was an option as well. Right. Um, and then basically it came down to the uni was finishing and just uh, basically just looked out for any running jobs. Yeah. Anywhere. And I found one and got it, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just, yes, yeah, slowly work my way up. But interesting with what Stu was saying, yeah. uh, not going to uni, yeah. is that I don't think me going to uni served any benefit. Right, <laughs> this is really interesting because I have this discussion, my son is 16 and you know, I didn't go to university. Yeah. I started as a runner 30 odd years ago and, um, and I worked my way up. And people are always saying, you know, go to university, get a degree in yeah. media or music or whatever. And I actually don't know that that is beneficial anymore. Mm. I think it can be useful for certain parts, but for a lot of the practical side, would you say that actually just starting as a runner working yeah, up? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like well, the, my main problem when I started working was they had to basically crush bad habits out of me that I'd got from uni. Oh, really? So like, it, uh, like something I might have learned at uni, which would have been good in another application, yeah. wasn't necessarily good for what we need in this That's role we have here. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like having to remold me, where if you don't go, if you don't have those habits. You literally learn from yeah. how they want you to do it. Yeah, exactly. So it's oh. kind of actually maybe a bit yeah. smoother. However, though, it's not saying not to go to uni. Because no. if I never did, then mm. I wouldn't have ever moved to London. Right. And I wouldn't ever be in this situation. Okay. So there's so, pros and there's yeah. Things. So yeah. It's, yeah. So sometimes it's good. Yeah. It's like definitely good to but go to uni. But it's not essential. No, it's not essential. You don't have to do it to like have a career. That's what I. Industry. That's what I think, but I don't. I think you've got to have a, a willing personality and willing to just crack. Oh, in, yeah. You know, well, yeah. If you don't have that, yeah, it's not. Yeah, those are tough days. Those yeah, running days. God, God like, forbid. No, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did three years of running, <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'm that dedicated. It is bloody hard three, work. That's good going. That yeah. is going to say three years is pretty. Yeah, <laughs> sustain. Yeah, different places. Yeah. <laughs> God. Anyway, so I want to ask you, <laughs> what do you enjoy most about this job as a sound engineer? What do you really get from it? Hmm. <laughs> I think, you know what I really like? It's moments of, um, I like the moments when you capture a delivery or, a f or create a feeling that makes people feel so immersed in what you're doing sonically, mm -hmm. that it's like, Damn! If you could be in that room, Steph, yeah. it would like it's my like almost tear joking. Like mm. moments when you you you're recording an actress giving some lines or a bit of dialogue that's like really powerful. Yeah. Uh, and 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 actually seeing them get to that place or working with them to get to that place yeah. or like and building a bit of a, a sonic bed or or executing even something as simple as executing a music edit where you're like. Damn, that's kind of cool. Mm. It just yeah, hits really good. Place. Yeah, those moments of satisfaction yeah. 
for me and, and everybody in the room suddenly goes yes yeah. you've brought it all together I'll tell you what, totally along those same lines when you hit like when you're doing a VR recording it's like a motive piece you, do you ever have it where you stop looking at the script totally <laughs> so and then you're just like looking like looking at like, <laughs> and you're just like <laughs> and then it ends and you're like, oh yeah, shit. You're just gone. When you get taken out of the room with like what you're doing, yeah. But why but, do you yeah. need to look at the script as a sound engineer? Why, what are you doing? Why do I need to look yeah. at it? To check the words, right? Yeah. Oh, right okay. no, yeah. <laughs> because you're making pointers. Yeah, like, it, like if they've like missed a word and like yeah. if there's like a good bit that they've taken, like yeah. if there's like, if there's like one specific section taking a note of that. So you do have to take But like, yeah, you when you like fully like, dis like disassociate from what's in front of you and you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah. Then you quickly play, I'm just going to play that back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> quickly looking at the script. <laughs> oh, you can fake yeah, that, that's, that's fine. fine. <laughs> um, okay, so many of my artists talk about, uh, from my previous series, that they like to try and make friends with the sound engineer mm -hmm. when they go into a booth, because it can be really intimidating walking into a room with several clients sitting there, or producers, directors, they don't really know who's who, they don't necessarily get introduced to who's who. God, do I get and introduced. They, <laughs> no, well, exactly. And so, so they look at the sound engineer and go, right, he's my friend for that yeah. session. And they would look to you for any tricky situations if they felt that it wasn't going well or if they thought it was going well. You know, they kind of look to the sound engineer for guidance. Are you aware of that as your role? And would you agree that that is a good thing for artists to do? What, what are your feelings uh, about that? Because like, that came up a lot. I didn't realise. I'd say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I find it like there's no if your VO is uncomfortable or like not feeling not in a safe space, but like in a mm. place where they can just be creative and do their thing, you're not going to get much out of them. Um, especially if it's, there's like, like you said, if there's like a lot of people, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah. Especially when yeah. you're, I don't when you're on the other side and you're in the booth yeah. <laughs> and you're just in this glass box with everyone yes. looking at you, it's a bit much. So then, yeah, I find a lot of the time. There are things like say when if directions are getting given and it's getting too confusing, quite often I'll have the viewer go like, right, mm. <laughs> and you can see like I feel like it's like a please help, yes. <laughs> and mm. then that's kind of when I'd step in and say like even if I wasn't the one giving the direction at the time, I'd maybe just try and elab like simplify yes. everything and then like break it down into a step by step. Let's just do this little bit yeah. first. Do you find yourselves, okay, so this is a conversation I've been having quite a lot. Um, when you've got a room full of clients, and I've been on that side as a producer with lots of clients and directors or whoever wanting their opinion to be heard. Yeah. A voiceover who's looking a little bit like, what is it exactly <laughs> that they're wanting from me? Because I've got one person saying, can you do it faster? Another one saying, can you do, do it slower? slower? Can you say it's slightly more emphasis on this particular mm. word? And la, la, la. A bit and more you've of got, a smile. But exactly. Yeah. And like, but not too cheesy. <laughs> but la, la, la. Do you find yourself, um, you know, how do you approach those sessions? Because I have a thing that when I, when I produce that I would ask the engineer to turn the talk back off. and just let's get one voice let's yeah. just go to that get collate the information and either the director tells it or i would collate it and say right sound engineer please could you explain this to the voiceover so there is one voice directing yeah do you find yourself in that situation regularly or actually do you find that it's not that bad anymore where, where are you at with it because i used to find it quite i find it's a it's frustrating when you do end up in that situation i feel like it's i feel like i've been quite lucky and i haven't ended up in that 
too bad a situation too many times. But I do wish people were more... That's really lovely hearing that you were like that, producing, like... I kind of wish... I feel like there are occasions where it could be a lot more defined like that. I think that for me as a producer, I knew that I would get a better result out of the voice yeah. artist if it was one voice because it's so yeah. confusing when there yeah. are loads. And so I, you have to have the confidence and some junior assistants might not have that confidence. Yeah. You know, that comes maybe with a bit more experience, but I would be right, okay, turn the talk back off. What is the information that we're trying to achieve? Right. Yeah. Stewie, Luke, whoever, could you please now just direct that as one yeah. voice? And if, if you, as a sound engineer, was like, eh, I'm not really sure what you're trying to do, then I would take that role <laughs> yeah, and do yeah, it myself. Yeah, yeah. But I always felt that it had to be one voice yeah. because it is too confusing. Yeah, and I think totally. that's when your voice artist gets flustered and um, overwhelmed and then just like not sure. Some more experienced ones will be like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. But yeah. there are obviously quite a yeah. lot out there who, who don't necessarily have that experience. So. How do you, do you find yourselves in that situation? Do you ever yeah, go, what's well, you want? So I tend to find myself in a, how I tend to operate my VA sessions now, is get everyone in, VA settled, everyone's happy. We'll have a quick, like, look, if it's like for TV, we'll have a look through the films. Mm. And then I'll be open talk back and I'll get the director or creatives, whoever, to brief the whole room, Get so we're all kind of on the same page. And then I'll kind of take it from there for a bit. Yep going with it until I've got something I'm happy with yeah and then I'll go back and then like have a playthrough for like the creatives and then mm. so it's kind of like broken down a bit yeah um, but mm. kind of along the same lines yeah I guess and do you yeah. Stewie have a similar how do you feel about the talkback being on or off you know what generally it, it it depends if it depends on the situation because it's quite in, like I find it quite um, sometimes I'll have it off and the voiceover will be like, oh, c c I can't hear anyone. Oh, right. <laughs> so for that me, also happens it's a all lot. about <laughs> like, I think the key word here, Steph, is communication. Yeah. So I'll be like, guys, just so you know, or whoever it is in the booth, voiceover, I'm just going to turn the voiceover, I'm uh, just going to turn the top back off for a second yep. while we just yep. collate some feedback. Bear Massively. with us. Bang. Mm. That way everyone else in the room knows that the talkback's off. The yep. voiceover knows it's mm. off. So there's no like weird like, it's off. Yeah, uh, because I used to really all, struggle that. Well, I was going to say, this also works in the other way. Yeah. But if, especially in the world of Zoom now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, say totally. like the clients have joined. Totally. I, I w as soon as they've joined, I'm like, oh, hey. I talk back on to the voiceover and everyone can hear and be like, oh, so-and-so's just joined. To you on the line, hey, how you doing? Just so you know, we've got so-and-so yeah, -so exactly. in the booth. We've got this in the room. Totally. And then again, Joe Communications, everyone knows that who's that? Who's, and, yeah, <laughs> and totally. they like, everyone can hear who's listening and yeah. not. Do you yeah. have a lot of Zoom? Because I've never done a Zoom session. I've never had to do that. That was, but you know, since COVID. Yeah. How, are they still happening quite a lot, Zoom sessions? I'd say, All the, I'd say yeah, it's still basically every session. Do you think it loses uh, something if the people aren't in the room? And I'm not saying that oh. as a critical, but don't you feel like yeah. when you're all in the room together, you it's can better. bounce off oh, each other creatively yeah. a lot easier, but people still don't come in, do they? No, no. So is it, <laughs> is it stilted or is it? Well, or is it just harder? I feel like I'm not here to, it's, it's just the thing is, it's easier. Right. For them, yeah. I, like I feel because like, they can just do a meeting. Like if they're in meetings back to back all day, yeah. they can just be at home. Yeah, they don't have to come into town and then leave. Yeah, but then. Do you think it adds an extra element to you guys in the room? Oh yeah, it really does, and also just everything's like because the I think it's the attentiveness. Yeah, because there's a lot more being like. Again, like if you're looking for approval on a take or something, yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, so yeah, guys, how do you feel about this? 
silent. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it was like, it's so awkward because you look, you're just looking at the VA like. <laughs> just waiting <laughs> for someone then, to speak. And then, hello. Oh, <laughs> Steph, honestly, it's, it's, a, it's most sessions to get the ball kind of rolling and get people warmed up, like and get the conversations going. Like I find, I don't know, Luke, if you find this, but I have to step up in the directing right. initially. Oh, okay. oh yeah, get, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so but it I, really has shifted since since COVID. Changed yeah, because even because yeah, totally. like I said, even though even if we have a session that is attended, likely there will still be at least one person on Zoom. Yeah, like or probably creative director or someone because they yeah, can only yeah. come and yeah. I get that, and that must be so much easier for produ producers to go right. Okay, yeah, you the, can, right, you can just pop swim at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it must be so much harder for yeah. you. And but again, the level, but the level of communication between because you've got the signal sending over the internet to Zoom to in the room to in the booth. People's Wi-Fi uh, from home. Yeah, yeah. like trying to like control all of that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's another element. Yeah. That is a whole other element. And then yeah. also another thing, talking of VOs and Zoom, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here. Webcams. Yeah. Do what? you ever have any comments about webcams for no. like when on Zoom? No. So, so when some VO yeah. like so when like some client like some clients when they're doing a VA session, they like their VO to be on webcam. Right. But some VOs really hate just having a webcam sat yes. there, like because most of the time everyone else has their webcams off. Oh really? So they're just there looking at themselves in the oh, booth, right. and six other people just staring at yeah. them, but they oh, can't wow. see them. So it's yeah. Is that when it's, they're recording from home? Yeah, no, yeah. just recording in the. Oh, blog. Really? We have to set up a web. We set oh, up really? as an option. Oh uh, yeah, I only do it if I'm requested. Right. What do, what the? Yeah, the like if they're like, oh, it'd be good to like see. Oh, yeah. can, can we get them on? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll set it up. But because yeah. I just feel like it sort of throws, throws yes, them off quite a bit. That must do. Yeah. 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 I I I will sometimes give the voiceover an option. You know, if they want it on, they can have it on. If they want it off, sometimes they're like, oh, I don't I don't care. Sometimes yeah. they're like, yeah, can I have it off? And yeah. Wh whatever we can do to make the voices feel as comfortable. Well, yeah. And as yeah. yeah it, just comes, it comes back to that again. Yeah. 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 You'll you'll feel an tension if they're anxious in their chest or in yeah. their voice or yeah. a wobble. So it's exactly when the microphone is that close, you're you're going to hear everything, aren't you? Everything. Brilliant. Okay, so okay, so what <laughs> advice? Because I've asked this to quite a few people, but what advice would you guys give to a voiceover going into the booth for the first time? Ooh, for the first time. I mean, obviously, nerves is going to be a thing, so you're, you know, you're aware of that. But how can you yeah. help with that? Or what um, would you say might help with that? Do you know what? Often, okay, for the. F I don't know if this is the first time, but this is generally the process I do is just like, hey, before we get everyone on board, let's just run the script a few times to get you familiar with the words. You know, often people are dyslexic or might yeah. struggle with reading a bit. Just get familiar with the text, run it a few times, give you five, 10 minutes to go through it. And that way, that often relaxes people to kind yes. of get familiar with the word, familiar, familiar with the words, familiar with the scripts. Um, so that's quite a good way to just go in, I think. Um, yeah. Cold, like particularly for someone who might struggle with reading a bit. Yeah, I don't. Usually, the initial setup, I tend to yeah. take a bit longer with that. So, I'll go in like when it's like setting up the height of the microphone and everything, and like I'll make sure the mic's turned off so no one else can hear us. Right. And I'll just have like a bit of a chat. Yeah. Ask them how their day is. <laughs> well, then, and then, it's yeah, just, then that's it. Just having like a little bit of like being like, oh, have you seen these scripts before? 
And then I'll be like, no, neither have I. Okay, <laughs> <Classic>. cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a little laugh good. about it and we'll just, yeah, just try and like kind of break, make it a bit like more casual. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why I've had so many artists saying they befriend the voiceover, um, the engineer. And I think that's brilliant because you guys are obviously doing that where you're like, it's okay, I've got your back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you run this through a few times. Just doing my levels, you know, yeah, but yeah, are you actually, yeah, yeah. you're just helping them to sort yeah, of get themselves practice, comfortable. Yeah. Cool. I think that's brilliant. That makes them, that makes you very, very considerate sound engineers. <laughs> <laughs> well done, boys. Um, okay, who would you most like to direct in a voiceover booth in a dream world? Like who in the world would you like to most direct? <laughs> I know who my head's jumped to. Who? I'd be terrified. Well, it, that's all right. Ian McKellen. Really? Love, yeah. I mean, well, it's like my one fan, like, because yeah. obviously when you get celebrities in, you've got to be professional. Yes. But I think it'd be my one fanboy. Would you, would you I, really I, struggle I, I, to talk uh, to Yeah. Like, Hi. Hello, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sweet. I'd love to record so. Yeah. Um, also, it's one of those things, it'd be whatever he was doing. You'd be like, yeah, that was great. He could, he could be reading like a kid's poem and it'd be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be so happy. No, that's a fair shout. What about you, Stewie? Oh, um, good one, Steph. <laughs> you know what? I've actually been. I had a year recently where it was just like iconic person after. Really? Iconic like person. who? It was mad. It just was like, what's going on in the last six months? Like, I'm just getting all these voices coming in that are like. I, I had um, I had Olivia Coleman in at oh, one point, which was brilliant. really cool. She's, that was the morning after she won one, like an oh, Emmy. Oh really? Yeah, so she really? just came from the hotel, literally with the Emmy in a bag and a whatever. You know. Shut up! Literally rocked up at nine a.m. Looked like look a bit shell shocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and you know, I think we we brought her a bottle of champagne. So congratulations, Aww. and she was just so lovely, so humble, Aww. just like. You know when you just meet someone and you're like, yeah, you're exactly kind Brilliant. of what I want you to. Yeah. What I thought you might be like, and you are even better. So we just, yeah, really lovely chat with her. And uh, and it was, what do they say? You know, you don't meet your role models is another thing, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, I think there's something about when you meet someone and they're just exactly as you'd hope they would be. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're great. It's such a such, such a, a joy. Such a joy. Fantastic. Um, have, what is the most unusual voice direction you've given in a booth? There must have been some good ones over the years, I'm sure. <laughs> so there's one. <laughs> with the, with Are you allowed question. to tell us? No, I, it's, <laughs> so I didn't give it. It was back when I was in transfer. <laughs> you probably remember this. And it was with another engineer for RNLI. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it wasn't technically a voiceover section. It was for like a character right <laughs> and it's kind of dark <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. to talk about? yeah no so basically it's the r and and it was about drowning yeah and it was basically we like they was they had like a big bucket of water <laughs> and they were just pretending to drown <laughs> like <laughs> like quite literally like we had like a big like uh spread like uh what's it called like tarpaulin on the floor really? and like, it was really like intensive like oh, wow so that was for creating foley yeah yeah, yeah but there were words in it yeah <laughs> that's so weird one of my other artists said a little while ago he had to do a voiceover underneath the water but i don't think it was him for this oh no but i was, was like how ago. do you mic that up uh you, you, there's a little you can you, do an underwater mic yeah they've got underwater microphones oh cool um well, well, I want to know what job that would be for. I know. He's yeah, I want to go check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna have I can't imagine what that would even sound like. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that's so cool, isn't it? Like yeah. Those projects where I'm, you know, when you're back to capturing like a, a, 
a real like I don't know something that really takes you somewhere like that's the ones that I love yeah like. or creating like Pre creating yeah. those sound effects are they sometimes Pre the most unusual things you're asking yeah, people that's the to thing. do something really odd you're yeah. just like wow that's cool yeah yeah, yeah totally totally transports you and like yeah can totally uh, totally create a feeling and a mood in a room so you have to be quite creative sometimes with the sound effects. Have you had yeah. scripts turn up and you have to create this, the sound effect from scratch and think, how am, how am I creating this? Totally. Yeah. Does that happen All quite a lot? Oh, right, yeah. OK. Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Really? Yeah. Even down from okay. re like really simple ones, like, so <laughs> it's really odd. So I was doing a short film about a homeless person and trying to imagine what was like say it had like a plastic bag and trying to imagine what he had in his bag oh, right. and he had to throw it over his head and smash it oh, really? <laughs> and i'd be like what's actually in there yeah. uh, so i had to like uh, make up a random assortment of things and like try out different combinations wow okay yeah. so but, make it as realistic yeah, yeah. as possible make it as realistic as possible but then it could be a lot more fun than just a plastic bag yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and any others that spring to mind that are particularly unusual that you've had to create because you do uh, have to be quite sorts. creative yeah. i mean it's not just knobs and sort of twiddling things you have to actually be quite a creative brain to you, you have to think outside the box because yeah. a lot of the times you know you can't get a flock of birds into the booth you can't get a flock of birds in the booth so you've got to you know grab some some leather gloves and flap them together oh, create okay. the sounds of wings playing <laughs> whatever. so sometimes you'll be searching on the library and you're like Nah, everything's just not hitting yeah like, what else can i do to to get the sonic sound needed like yeah and that's when it, you know, you go to like, right, what if I grab some tin foil, slow it down, add some reverb, then you've got a thunder. Oh, brilliant. You know I mean? Things like, little tips. What else could I do, yeah, to create the sound because I can't go and there's no thunder right now. Yeah. Or yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Okay, chaps, last question. It's Boom. five o'clock on a Friday night <laughs> and you've just finished your last recording session. Yeah. Well, six o'clock probably for you guys. <laughs> what do you do? It's 8pm on a Friday night. You've just finished your final recording session of the week. What are you going to do in Soho? Over to you boys. To Where the would you ship go? for a pint. Oh. Is, it, is it the ship? Water it's the closest one. <laughs> Get me out. Over to the pub. <laughs> Any other pub. little nooks and crannies you like to go to? Where Trisha's. What's Trisha's? Excuse me. <laughs> really? What is it? So it's down by. Do you know the like the NHS walking centre on Fifth Street? Yes, unfortunately, so, I do. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. We've all been. Where my um, So it's opposite that, and yeah. it's just like a little door. Okay. It's, it, like it looks like someone's front, like front door to their house yeah. and then you go down into the basement and it's just this I'd say it's maybe twice the size of this room yeah and it's just a really shitty dive bar is it yeah, but it's awesome it's so much fun like usually like sometimes there's live bands I know where like it is it's opposite it's opposite it's right directly opposite and it's just like a little door I went to a party there once and you'll probably only like it'll just be a door that's maybe a bit open with one security guard stood outside and yes. other than that you wouldn't know yes it's I have great. been there it's really cool it's really fun Wow. Really grotty, but really good. <laughs> there's a few of those like hidden yeah, bars, aren't there? Where there's you a little place in. opposite um, Old Delane Lee called the Little Scarlet Door, Ooh. which is again, well, it's just another little door. I I uh, just knew that Luke would know yeah. <laughs> all the little all That's the good. little doors in Soho that he had to knock on the <laughs> All those doors, <laughs> yeah, getting all the Brilliant. knowledge. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, listen, on that happy note, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. It's been really helpful. Oh, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks very much. Uh, cheers. And that's it for the show. Hope you liked it. And if you did, please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. LVB Presents was presented by me, Steph Thompson, and produced by Mike Hansen for Pop People Productions and recorded by Sean Dios at Jungle Studios in Soho, London. See you next time. Mm-hmm.